Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you today. In today's episode, you see people around you struggling with uncertainty and change, and you want to help. You see people getting overwhelmed with not knowing what is coming next, and you want to support, but you're not sure where to start. Today, we talk about the three things you can do to help you start to lead more effectively in this time of uncertainty. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. Feeling our feet on the ground. Feeling our belly rise and fall. And arriving in this moment. It's so great to be with you today. So just feel your feet touching the ground. See if you can bring a curiosity to how it feels to walk. Feel your belly rise and fall. See if you can arrive in this moment, letting go of wherever you were coming from, whatever you were doing, whatever you were thinking, and just arrive in this moment. Use this as a time to ground yourself, to create that internal refuge for yourself. Every time we come back to the breath or the body, it is a refuge to us. And the more we practice every morning, the more we build neural pathways that build this association. So we're out, moving as we are able, tuning into our body and our belly, building mindfulness. What is mindfulness? It is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. We do this to build wisdom. So just feel your body right now. Be in your body. Feel your hands and arms swing as you move. Feel your shoulders. Feel your head and neck. Stand tall, look around, feel grateful. What we know at the Last 8% Project and this podcast is that most of us struggle to have the relationships, career, life we want because 
we are challenged when it comes to our last 8% situations, those more difficult situations that we face. So we're here to build skills so that we can use our most difficult situations as opportunities to transform, so we can create the best version of ourselves, so we can have the kind of impact we want to have in the world. And we start by just paying attention, being in our body, building wisdom. So just feel your belly, feel it rise and fall. Maybe go to your nose and feel the breath come in and go out. Finding that most acute place on your nose where you can feel it. So we follow this structure of make our bed, get up in the morning, make our bed, five minute book club, belly and body. Those are the B's. Now we're going to move to our idea of the day. And we're in the middle, as you know, of managing uncertainty series. And you and I, we are part of a group of people. It could be at work. It could be in our family that is going through change. And when we look around and we see people struggling with the amount of uncertainty involved in this change, we have this feeling like we want to do something about it. We care. We have an impetus, a, a feeling like we want to lead. But we struggle. We feel the significant amount of uncertainty and change ourselves, and at times it can throw us off balance. And we have tried, you know, if we're at work, We've tried some of the, the ideas around change, the old strategies that we've read about in books, and it feels contrived and it's not working. And there's something at stake if we're not successful in managing uncertainty because there's so much uncertainty in our lives right now. By the way, we are always facing uncertainty. We just don't always see it, but we're certainly seeing it now. But what's at stake if we're not successful? the people we care about on our team, in our organization, in our family, they struggle. Or our project fails. Or we don't form the kind of response that we're proud of. And so we need a plan. We need a way to build some skills so that we can lead through uncertainty. And while there's more on the topic, it starts with three things. And as you know, because you've been listening to this series, and if you haven't, please go back, because this is all building. But the first thing we need to do is manage ourselves. The second is to take risks, to see the opportunity in this uncertainty and to make our own fate. And then number three, we want to get very clear on knowing the change we want to see in the world. So let me talk about each of these three today. And just before I do, feel your body. Stand tall, look around. Feel grateful. Feel your hands and arms. Your feet and legs. Feel your belly. 
Feel your face. So number one, we need to manage ourselves. And of course it makes sense we need to do that. And that's, again, what we've talked about throughout this podcast. So I'm not going to talk a lot about it here, but it's about building our capability to be with ever more difficult situations, to stay and not run. We don't do this because we want to inflict some needless pain on ourselves. No, we do this because this is what life presents to us. This is the reality of life, the truth of our reality, that we are just facing constant change and uncertainty. But also because when we can do this, first of all, it's just there. And when we resist it, we create more suffering for ourselves. But when we can do this, a whole world of possibilities open up for us. Which leads to number two, which is taking risks, seeing the opportunity, making our own fate. That's number two. When we have built a capability to be with more ever difficult things, more ever uncertain situations, it means we can take risks. It means we can stay. It means that we can have those anxiety-inducing last 8% conversations or make those difficult last 8% decisions or engage in the last 8% tasks that we might previously have procrastinated on or run away from. And because we can stay, we can seize on these new opportunities because we don't fear failing as much as we might previously have. And this is big. This is one of the reasons if we can just stay, it means we can see the opportunity that, that reveals itself in front of us. There's an ancient saying by Virgil who you might know was what considered um, probably Rome's greatest poet, or one of ancient Rome's greatest poets, was born just around the time of Christ. Um, And in his poem, um, one of his famous poems, Aeneid, um, a national epic, so they say, um, he wrote, Audacious Fortuna Uva. Now, excuse my, my Latin... But that translates into luck helps those who are brave. Luck helps those who are brave. Today we know it as fortune favors the brave. And the point is that people who act decisively make their own fate. And that's what it means to be a last eight percenter. Right? We build these skills so we can stay. And we see the opportunities and we are decisive and we make our own fate. If we want to be successful during these challenging times, if we want to lead during uncertainty, then it's all about doubling down on being a last eight percenter. We don't blame our situation or others for our circumstance. We take responsibility. We don't avoid uncertainty or the difficulties we face. We see it as a natural part of life and it doesn't surprise us. And in fact, we welcome it, befriend it. We use it to transform ourselves into our best self. We don't expect perfection. Nobody's perfect. But that doesn't stop us from taking risks, which is what is required to successfully lead in times of uncertainty. No, we build a refuge inside instead. We manage our brain and our thoughts and our emotions. 
And because we built this internal refuge, we can see more clearly, act more decisively. Thomas Paine, a philosopher and activist from the 1800s said, the real person smiles in trouble, gathers strength from distress, and grows brave by reflection. Smiles in trouble, gathers strength from distress, and grows brave by reflection. That's what we're talking about here. So number one, we need to manage ourselves. Number two, we need to see the opportunities in uncertainty and take risks. And number three, we need to get really clear on knowing the change we want to see in the world. What do I mean by that? Well, when I say world, I don't want to overwhelm you with that because that can feel like, oh my gosh. No, it could be your team at work, could be your organization, could be your family, could be your community. It definitely could be the wider world as well. But the important question I want to ask you is what change do you want to see in the world? What matters to you? And this is when we can tune into our purpose. And we can go back to all of the goal setting work we've done in that previous series. Because the truth is that when we are able to be a non-anxious presence, when we are able to take more risks and make our own luck, and create our own fate. And we marry that with real purpose about what change we want to see in the world. We are able to make more progress on things that matter to us and to others. And then all of a sudden we feel this energy and we don't feel like uncertainty is happening to us, but uncertainty is happening for us. I have to say for me and all of us at IHHP, the Institute for Health and Human Potential, where I work, for us, it's really about creating a world where everyone manages emotions intelligently. That's our big mission. And we know how critical it is that people have this skill. We know how emotions play a central role in human flourishing, in alleviating suffering, and in leadership. And we know this is learnable. I mean, that's why we put our heart and soul into creating training programs over the last 20 years, because we know the payoff when people are able to touch this potential inside of them, when they see this potential inside of them, they develop this and all of a sudden, wow, they are a force for good in all parts of their life. It is so exciting to see them create and learn to create a refuge inside of them as opposed to reacting to the outside world. And to, you know, be able to be their best, not perfect, but be their best in their most difficult situations. And we know from research, very good research, that in an organization, this is what's required to be successful and to lead successfully during uncertainty. But coming back to you, what change do you want to see in the world, in your organization, on your team? Winston Churchill said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. Which one are you? What do you see? This is an important question to ask because we have a choice. 
Uncertainty will forever happen to us. The question is, what do we see in this difficulty? When we can lead with courage and make our own fate, people within our organization or our families are more liable to follow. People are more influenced by us when we come out of this place, our best self, our exceptional self. They want to follow us when we show up like this. They sense we are coming from a place of strength and not fear. And for many, this is incredibly compelling. You see, most people live in fear and don't have a trained mind. And I don't say this with judgment. I don't. It's just the truth. That's why I'm so passionate about the work that I do. And it's just true. Like Many people live in fear and don't have a trained mind. And not only are they not able to see the opportunity in every difficulty, but when someone else comes along and is not driven by fear, who has more of a trained mind, not a perfect mind, but a trained mind, they are compelled to follow. It attracts them. So leading in a time of uncertainty starts with ourself, but it doesn't end with ourself. When we can match up these skills we've developed inside with the kind of change we want to see on the outside and we start to take action, fortune favors us and favors the kind of impact we want to have in the world. Harry Truman said, people make history and not the other way around. People make history and not the other way around. In periods where there is no leadership, society stands still. Progress occurs when courageous, skillful leaders seize the opportunity to change things for the better. So while there is much more to say about leading in uncertainty, this is a start. These are the skills you need. No matter how difficult it might seem right now, if we build these skills and this mindset, great things can happen. The exciting part is that when we undertake this plan, when we commit to building these skills and we transform ourselves, all of a sudden, our natural habit becomes expecting things to be somewhat difficult, uncomfortable, and we don't react to it. Again, that's why we practice mindfulness. We you know, feel whatever sensation, we don't push it away, we just welcome it, no matter how uncomfortable or not calm it is or unpleasant it is. We don't fall into excessive worry or a hardened position of anger or blame when we are transformed in the way that's available to us. We build skills that allows us to stay and not run, to actually bring some tenderness towards ourselves and others and start to let go of things that are outside of our control. And we take charge take action on things within our control. And the great part is that we start to feel a pride inside ourselves, a sense of confidence. And it builds a virtuous cycle upward where we are able to take more risks and see more opportunity in the difficulty. And people respond. Whether at work or home, they start to follow. They feel relieved to be with someone who is not driven by fear and worry. They have found the leader they are looking for, and it is you.
So let's move to our three by three. Three breaths right down into our toes, calming this body. Three gratitudes. What can you feel grateful for in this moment? And what three goals do you have for the day? What do you want to get done today? How can you show up and lead during this time of uncertainty today? What impact do you want to have on others today? Wonderful. And as we're finishing, taking this energy, looking around, standing tall, feeling grateful, bringing this energy and focus into the day. Let me finish with a wonderful short quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said, A hero is no braver than an ordinary man, but he is brave five minutes longer. A hero is no braver than an ordinary man or an ordinary person, but he or she is braver five minutes longer. Have a wonderful day.